From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your Coronavirus North Carolina News Brief for Friday, July 10th, 2020. I'm Cliff Baumgartner. A recent study from researchers at UNC and Harvard says most Americans are dealing with mental and or emotional stress related to the pandemic. Molly Burkholm is a trauma and stress management specialist as well as a yoga and meditation instructor. And she recently spoke to WREL's Gerald Owens about ways to cope with pandemic stress. And while it's not surprising that the pandemic is affecting us, one of the main ways stress reveals itself in our lives can be unexpected. Here's Molly to explain. Well, certainly um, the, some of the main indicators are insomnia. Sometimes we can use coping mechanisms to deal with the day, but at night when you lie down to sleep and you can't sleep, that's a real problem. So it's really showing up there. It's also showing up in, in some really worrisome aspects, like 53% from that great study you mentioned out of UNC and Harvard, being more worried about finances. Uh, 43% moderate to extreme levels of loneliness. Over 51% feeling more anxious, Um, and less at ease. So these stats um, really worry me because they result in things like higher addiction rates, Mm -hmm. uh, higher rates of mental illness, as you mentioned, um, as well as increases in things like domestic abuse um, and uh, suicidality. So it's really uh, essential right now that we find ways to cope with this and to be kind and loving and, uh, and understanding, compassionate of the stress that everyone is facing. Businesses and companies are dealing with stress as well, and not just the essential businesses that have to work through this pandemic, but companies being forced to adjust to remote working environments. What are you seeing in the companies you work with and how are they helping employees work through the stress? It's such a great question because, uh, you know, we are, of course, in stress in our households, but then we're also worried about how we can continue to do our jobs. So uh, in in that excellent UNC Harvard study, they found that 42 percent of people are moderate to extremely less productive. So certainly we're seeing drops in productivity. There's been a lot of furloughs, a lot of layoffs. So there's a tremendous amount of fear around that. Now, interestingly enough, what happens in the brain when Uh, we experience heightened states of stress is the prefrontal cortex, the part of our brain that's responsible for doing the higher level thought functioning. Mm -hmm. It goes offline. It makes us unable to think through things and make decisions. So a lot of things people are reporting are being unable to make decisions. There's been a lot more anger, a lot more stress and tension in interpersonal relationships. Um, And I think we can see that as well in this fabulous study, a moderate to extreme levels of stress, 42% um, increase in anger. Um, Mm. We can see that playing out in so many different aspects of society. So companies are really um, turning to, to me and other people who do work like I do and saying, how can we support our employees? How can we help them not just do their jobs, but also have, you know, really happy and stable family environments? Because, of course, whatever's happening at home comes right into the office as well. Right. You know, resilience is something we keep hearing about. Don't worry. Be resilient. We'll get through this. Can you give our viewers a better idea of what this means and how it is used during stressful times? Absolutely. So stress is a response to a circumstance. Circumstances don't have a response inherent in them. Stress is our our body and our mind's physiological and neurological response to stressful conditions. Um, And so resilience is our ability to withstand challenging circumstances without having a heightened stress response. 
So essentially, uh, if you like the science part, which I do, I'm a science geek, but um, if you like the science part, it's shifting from that fight, flight, or freeze sympathetic nervous system over into the parasympathetic nervous system that's more of the relax and restore response. And we can do that very proactively as I've worked with the military for the past 13 years, really help supporting people and preparing for stressful circumstances. So then when they're in the stress, they have a heightened ability to to not get that stress response, which, uh, you know, of course, is indicated in so many serious illnesses, mental, physical illnesses from heart disease to diabetes to hypertension, uh, you know, cer certainly suicidality and other uh, depression, anxiety, uh, insomnia, health conditions like that. Now, Molly, you mentioned this and uh, people also the UNC study mentioned that people are having trouble sleeping through this pandemic. Stress keeps people up at night. What do you tell people who say they can't sleep? So really important is to prepare yourself for sleep, just the way you would prepare yourself to go to work in the morning, you know, have your morning wake up, your cup of coffee, do, do the things you need to do. Likewise, we need to prepare ourselves for sleep. So just on a, a, on a chemical level, uh, the hour or two, and I would suggest two hours before you go to bed, you really need to cut the screen time, turn off down the lights in the house. You can buy some nice candles or some <laughs> ambient lights um, because what's happening when you do that is your body starts releasing melatonin. Um, if, you're, if you're blinding yourself with screens, your brain is tricked into thinking it's daytime and it doesn't secrete melatonin at the same level that it does um, if you are uh, letting the lights calm down. Our, our bodies are still really very primal. Um, and, so, uh, and then at night, do things like play a game with your family, read a book, you know, we have a dance party, do something fun. My son and I do dance parties every night after we wash the dishes, go for a walk, tire your body out. We're kind of like puppies or kids. The more we tire our bodies out, when we go to fall asleep, we'll be better prepared. If you'd like to learn more about Molly's course on building resilience, there's a link to her website in the show notes. This has been your coronavirus North Carolina news brief for Friday, July 10th, 2020. As always, if you like the news and information you get from this podcast, let us know. Leave a rating and review wherever it is you listen. Plus, while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.